Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. Today, talking to Hannah Williams about Mercedes Benz Awkwardly, her one woman cabaret spectacular. Uh, Hannah Williams is a cabaret star and she has a show coming to the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, it's called Mercedes Benz Awkwardly and she joins me on the line now. How are you? Hi, Stephen. How are you? All right, thank you. Um, now, you have a show that uh, you got. Uh, awarded People's Choice at the 2011 Melbourne Fringe Festival. Uh, so I take it, it this is, is the first time it's coming to Adelaide. It is, and I'm really excited. Um, Mercedes Benz Awkwardly began as a 10 minute cabaret, which I entered for a festival in Melbourne called the Short and Sweet Cabaret Festival. Yeah. Um, and it was well received there. I was lucky enough to receive People's Choice Award then as well. I had a lot of friends in the audience perhaps. But, um, and then I developed it for Melbourne Fringe and now I'm yeah, really excited to bring it to Adelaide so I can't wait to see what everyone thinks of the show. Great and of course Melbourne has a, a great history of cabaret as does Adelaide. Um, how long mm. have you been part of the cabaret community over there in, per- in Melbourne? Well, this is my first cabaret in fact. Um, I mean I've done a little, I've done a little bit um, with friends sort of as more of a fun thing and as a, a group thing, but this is my first solo show and my first time doing cabaret and I just love it. I just love the intimacy of, uh, you know, the actor-audience relationship and, you know, getting to do uh, really daggy versions of old songs. Um, yeah, I just love it. Cool. And so what, what has your history been in terms of performing then? Um, I graduated from the Ballarat Arts Academy at the end of 2006 with an acting degree. Um, yep. And so I've done a lot of um, theatre, I've done a lot of ensemble work, um, but I really hadn't done a lot of musical theatre and definitely um, very little cabaret. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that was sort of my background. And then um, after a couple of years of doing different things, I decided I really wanted to write my own stuff. And so um, when the opportunity for the Short and Sweet Cabaret Festival came up, I thought, well, you know, 10 minutes, but surely I can't stuff it up too much in 10 mm-hmm. minutes. Um, and um, yeah, it was just a great opportunity. So that's how I got involved in cabaret, really. Cool, excellent. And so, from from the success of that uh, ten minute show, you build it up into a into a full uh, sixty minute, uh, yeah, fifty five sixty minute performance. Um, yeah. How has that sort of come together for you to do that? Um, to do that, I guess it, it's been um, definitely an idea that's been brewing for a long time. I, I always wanted to be able to write my own stuff, but I was so nervous at the thought of how it might go. And you know, I mean. What if it failed or, you know, sucked miserably? I thought, oh, my God, I don't know if I could do this. But um, the short and sweet cabaret festival definitely helped. And mm-hmm. knowing that it, that it was well-received at 10 minutes, it, it encouraged me to write more. So I guess the best part of 2011 was spent writing and rewriting and getting together with a director. Um, my director is great. Uh, her name's Hayley Butcher, and she was on Australia's Got Talent. So that was a little bit inspiring as well to know mm-hmm. that got someone of her caliber helping me out. Um, yeah. And then I got together with, um, yeah, I had a few people sort of come and preview the show. And, um, yeah, they gave me the encouragement that I needed. And that's sort of how it all happened. I got to Melbourne Friends and all of a sudden things, things started to go in the right direction. Great. Um, yeah. And so I guess being part of their short and sweet cabaret experience led you, gave you an opportunity to work with a whole lot of other cabaret acts. And how much did you get? from the other people you're working with in that environment to sort of take on and learn oh, from? Yeah, oh, so much. It was so, so great. Um, before I did Short and Sweet Cabaret Festival, I um, I got to work with the likes of a man called Wes Snelling who's got his uh, um, own cabaret history in his own right. He's just fabulous. And uh, it was like a short, uh, intensive cabaret course. And he helped me build this 10 minutes. And then when I did Short and Sweet Cabaret, um, I just couldn't believe how great and how friendly the festival was and how accommodating it was 
for new emerging artists because we're in a picture there. We're all we're all trying to buy for the you know the best cabaret prize. So it was a competition, yeah. but there was just none of that at all. Everyone was just so accommodating and so welcoming. Everyone would sort of put forward their ideas um, and you know give you feedback, positive, negative, constructive, all that. And also to showcase your work in front of industry professionals, it was just such a great opportunity. And Melbourne Fringe provided exactly the same as well. Um, so it's just been uh, an awesome experience, and yeah, really looking forward to bringing it to Adelaide. Great. And did you get an opportunity to perform last year at the Melbourne Cabaret Festival? Because I do remember that their Cabaret Festival had a, a short and sweet component to it. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, all of the um, award winners got to showcase their work again at the Melbourne Cabaret Festival, um, which was July last year. So that was the best of short and sweet. So we all got to um, do an hour season for three nights at Melbourne Cabaret Festival, and that was great as well because, again, it just opens up a whole lot of other doors with uh, all these people seeing your work. It was just um, just brilliant. Sure. And how people have, obviously you got the People's Choice Awards, so people have really loved what you're doing, but what, what kind of feedback have you gotten aside from that from your audiences? Um, a really good question. Um, a lot of mixed feedback. Um, well, I think what people really love, because obviously it's a show about an exotic dancer, which is uh, controversial at, at, you know, at most times. Everyone's got an opinion about exotic dancers. And uh, what, people, what I really loved about it is people have walked away going, wow, like I knew that I would laugh. I knew that I'd find it funny because... You, you know, you're showing the girl behind the G-string. But I didn't expect to really go away and learn something. I didn't expect to go away feeling like I'm supposed to book by its cover. And yeah. that's, um, that's really lovely to know that people can, can sing and dance and have a good time but also walk away and take something from it. That's been really rewarding. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's get into talking about the show itself now. Um, mm. Mercedes-Benz is a character you've created for the show. Uh, as you yeah. say, she's a, she's, a pole, she's a pole dancing queen come a stripper. I suppose. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> any research involved in putting her together as a character? <laughs> Can I become a stripper for the role? No. <laughs> um, I, I definitely uh, took a couple of pole dancing courses at uh, a thing that we've got in Melbourne. I don't know if Adelaide's got it, but called Pole Divas. Um, yeah, I think they're in Adelaide. Yes, yes, and I had to, yeah, I've got a few bruises in order to learn to climb up the pole, um, but that's about where my research takes me. I, I did go into a few strip clubs and, and talk to girls about their experiences and about their lives. Um, a friend of mine also was a stripper for a very short time, and, and that's where the inspiration for the story came about, because all of a sudden people had different opinions about her choice of profession, which I just thought was so interesting that... You know, that, that some people looked at her and thought, wow, that's really cool, that's really glamorous. And other people thought, oh, God, I wouldn't be caught dead doing that. I think it's really degrading. Mm. Um, and so I guess all these sorts of ideas for women's sexuality and, and all those sort of things came about. And that's where I thought I really want to write a show about this. And, and I thought, um, creating a character like Mercedes, she's, she's, a, she's very much a dag. She's sort of a cross between Juno and Bridget Jones, if that helps at all. So... <laughs> I think, and I think that's why people find it easy to watch, a, you know, a, a one-hour show about a stripper because she's not a Barbie doll. She's got, you know, body hang-ups and insecurities just like the rest of us. But she tells the audience about her experience in a really charming way, and I think, mm. I think that's the appeal, really. Absolutely. I mean, that said, it is, it is going to be an 18-plus show, so you've got absolute scope to do whatever you need to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I suppose it's going to it's sort of, without wanting to get preach here or anything like that, it's going, it's going to kind of lift the lid a little bit and provide a human face to some of these jobs that, you know, for whatever reason, people seem to have not a negative opinion of, but can sort of sink down on when they're just jobs. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I um, and I, I would never want to do a show where I'm sort of, you know, trying to change the world or change anyone's opinions. It really is just a show to enlighten people on what it's like to be one of these girls. And from, I'm, I'm basing it on my experience of talking to these women. And I, all I can really conclude is that they're, they're pretty normal. You know, they just sort of, they could be any, any woman working in a nine to five job anywhere. They're just, you know, they're charming and they're hilarious and they're honest. And um, I think that's what people will enjoy about it, hopefully. Yeah, cool. Um, and so, you know, have you had to create some wonderful costumes for Mercedes? <laughs> uh, she doesn't actually have any costume changes, which I think most people will find surprising, being a one-woman cabaret who's, you know, wearing stilettos and a, you know, a purple revealing dress. They think, oh, my God, surely there's going to be lots of glitter and headpieces and such. But um, it's actually not that involved. The, the pole is, is probably the most eccentric part of the show. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, yeah, for everything else, it's just uh, a purple dress and black boots, really. Awesome. Now, um, how long have you had the show sort of prepared for? Is it or is it new for the Adelaide Fringe? Um, I, as I said, I've done it once for the Melbourne Fringe Festival as a 60-minute show, but there will be some changes um, from when I last did it for the Adelaide Fringe. Um, mm-hmm. There's going to be some original music this time. Um, for the for Melbourne Fringe, it was pure pure covers, but there's actually going to be three new original pieces. Right. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, and yeah, I've never really written music before, so oh, well, I definitely won't be writing the music. I couldn't learn those skills in a matter of weeks, but I will be uh, writing the lyrics. So mm. yeah, so that, that's what Adelaide can expect to see. Um, yeah, what they can expect to see from the Katie's this time around. Grand. And do you have an accompanist joining you? No, no, we really, um, me and my director decided that we really wanted to keep that that environment, you know, we really want the audience to believe that they are in a strip club, and so we just sort of thought having, you know, a guy in the, in the corner on a piano <laughs> belting out some tunes might not make them believe they're in a strip club, so uh, it'll be uh, honestly a lot of karaoke daggy backing tracks, just to oh. really make them feel in the mood. Yeah, yeah perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it should be an amazing show. Um Welcome to Adelaide. I don't know whether you've performed here before, have you? I never have, so I'm really, really looking forward to it. You are going to be spoiled, Ron. It's a lovely place to perform, especially during the Fringe where the whole city is nuts. Um, So, Hannah Williams, uh, Mercedes-Benz Awkwardly is coming to the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival, uh, playing late shows 10pm at the Tuxedo Cats Red Room, uh, all the way through from the 23rd of February right through to the 6th of March. Uh, For all dates and details, check out linkadelaide.com.au and adelaidefringe.com.au. And we've also got a couple of other links to uh, Mercedes' uh, blogspot page as well. Excellent. Um, I'm so looking forward to it. Thank you. Excellent. And thank you so much for your time, Hannah, and uh, look forward to seeing you at the Fringe. See you then. Thank you. For more information about Mercedes-Benz Awkwardly, make sure you check out our website, linkadelaide.com.au, or you can check adelaidefringe.com.au.